Oh, and welcome to another podcast. Fuck it, goddammit. Well, I've already fucked that up. I was going to say another episode and said podcast. Whatever, that's the intro, screw it. This is, this is technically another podcast, so, yeah. That's the same podcast, another episode. Yeah, I know. Same show. It sure is. The same... Same Gorg, same Gorg channel. Gorg time, Gorg channel. You sound really enthusiastic about this. I am. I am. And this is not very, I'm sorry. I'm just really tired as all. Well. I know I didn't sleep well. I'm tired as well, but we got to do this thing. Yeah. Oh, hell. Was... What did I just kick? Yeah, that sounds professional. I swear the idea is to get better as you go on, not worse. Yeah. Alright, what's on the docket for today? Or hell, what have you been up to? Me? No, nothing much. Just just getting ready to head out for the month. Uh, Spend time with the family is all. Uh, and, uh... Well, specifically, my dad lives over in Cali. Yeah, they're but on fire that. right now. Yeah. Still? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That's... Sounds pretty bad, but... Yeah, California's know. on fire. Arizona's getting tornadoes. Fun. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun, fun. Uh... What am I gonna do? Oh right. Let's see if I can try to catch uh hopefully this month we'll see if I can try to catch knives out. You know. Only or thing, at least eaters. Only thing I'm probably gonna see is Star Wars. Well yeah. That too. Sixteen more days. Sixteen more days. Then I have to like freeze all my goddamn accounts and what did I say freeze? I meant just don't have to do any shit. Of that. No, I do because I I do it every year. I do it well was there? No, yeah, there was. Is that uh a... Solo came out last year, right? Yes. Early yeah, last Solo, year. Yeah. Early, yeah, because uh it was like what? Early it was like summer. May. May, yeah, summer. They didn't even wait till the end of the year. It was just like, let's just get this out now. Because it was... And I, I do remember it felt, feeling like, oh, Last Jedi wasn't even... Well, the, well, this one was not supposed to be out in Christmas. It was supposed to come out earlier in the year, and they pushed it back. I think they pushed it back nine months. I'm kind of glad. Because of uh, Carrie Fisher's death. Yeah. Um sucks but i'm also kind of glad that they did because i just i'd rather watch this like you know this sort of thing over christmas as actually to. i think it was supposed to be like right after infinity war oh god or not infinity war in game i think they were gonna stack it because um it actually made sense they were gonna stack it like uh, like a month after it because they want to uh they wanted momentum is for whatever reason the Chinese hate Star Wars, 
and no one can under, uh, understands why. <laughs> Truly weird. Japanese love Star Wars. Chinese don't give a shit about well, Star Wars. They do I mean, not yeah. watch it. Well, yeah, of course the Japanese love Star Wars. It's, you know, Chinese can't stand it because that it yeah. it makes okay money there. It doesn't make Marvel money there, and it never has, which makes the amount of money that it, that those movies do make that much more impressive, especially the first one. Because it didn't do that well in China, and it didn't, neither did the Last Jedi. Um, yeah. Even after bending over backwards, promotion-wise, um, those Chinese posters are funny. <laughs> like, oh yeah, where's one of the main characters? They they just disappeared. Oh, that's right, they're black, so they just got wiped off the poster. Yeah, China has an issue with that. China's got lots of issues. It's China. Yeah, it's China. Um. Anyways, uh. Black Panther didn't do too well there that. either. Gonna, gonna do. I'm just gonna watch. I'm obviously gonna. Uh, I do this every time. There's like a new Star Wars. Like, well, except for Star Wars movie, not thing. Cause I didn't even bother. Like avoiding the Mandalorian, Mandalorian spoilers because that show is like fucking everywhere and all that. Not a lot uh, to spoil in that show, other than yeah. the, the Baby Yoda thing. The baby. I mean, well, at that it wasn't even like yeah. But to be so, fairly yeah. honest, there's not a whole lot. In yeah, it. I, I figured you know that it's not no. But it's only it's in its fourth those, episode, so it's you know it's kind of a lot of. It's a TV yeah, show. TV shows don't yeah. usually generally have stuff like that until the yeah, end. Yeah, they don't. Which, yeah, holy shit. Uh, oh, please, please, if you kept, if you caught up on Watchmen. Uh, no, I have not. I am probably going to... Funny, I am going to catch up on it uh, right before I leave, though. That's for sure. Really wish you would have done that, because I really want to talk about it, and now I can't. Now I can't talk about it. I can't even talk about it in generalities. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Sounds pretty it, epic. It, uh, it, it, not necessarily epic in, well, okay. It's not, okay, uh, I can't, no, I just can't talk about it. I can't. I just straight up can't. And I'm honestly, because I got on Twitter after I saw it and immediately saw it spoiled. And I was like, holy shit. And then I saw articles and stuff where it was spoiled. See, this is why. In the damn, in the damn headline saying, don't spoil it. And I was like, what the fuck? How do you do this? And that's why I leave the internet before Star Wars, bro. Because of that. Just, because well, I, I solved that problem. If they, do that, if, they do that, if, they, if they do that for, look, if they do that for Watchmen, it's like, I have to stay off. You know, for Star Wars. Well, and that's, look, that's TV shows are different than movies. Movies, there's yeah. usually a spoiler period, but TV show, it's week to week. But this yeah. one, they dropped a a fucking megaton, holy shit, out of left mm-hmm. field, never would have seen that coming type of just puts all of Game of Thrones to shame. <laughs> like a lot of shit. A game of Thrones shame, but it's what a season, not even eight. 
No, I, 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 I didn't mean... I'm not talking about just eight. I'm talking the whole show. Yeah. The, this is the, the this is the most shocking thing There's I've so ever seen. Because <laughs> I just... I was not expect even it when I even when I put it together, because it, it 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 gives you enough time to figure it out on your own, right before the reveal, and even then when it's revealed, it hits in such a way that it's like I I can't believe that happened, I I can't, because it's just it and it's not that it doesn't make sense it makes complete perfect sense it's the fact that it's just. Wow. <laughs> and they've done it without even killing anybody, which is kind of crazy. Can't. No one's. I mean. Well, no, they killed. They, well, they. Yeah, the very first episode they killed a guy, and now I'm not so sad that he's dead, but. <laughs> I'm just sad that Don Johnson had to be a bad guy, that they had to kill him, and. I kind of saw it uh, coming a mile away, honestly. Don Johnson being a bad guy. It's like, why wouldn't you cast him as being a bad guy nowadays? Well, well, one, he's already played the evil clan member. He's already done this. Yeah. But two, and it's... And he did it really well. He's it's like... What? He was really good. He was like believable. And it's like, you wanted to be his friend. I'm like, that's a good fucking character. I hate that he's evil now, and now it makes you think that every character in the show is going to be evil, and uh, kind of, <laughs> you you kind of don't really know who to trust. I mean, again, like, you know, I think that's probably why they got him because he played a good clan clan dude. So you know, it's like let's do that shit again. Probably got him because he's a good actor, but I yeah. just wish I wish they would have used him throughout the I show. Mean, you know, he's got like what whole seasons worth of good acting. Uh, you know, it's, I'm talking about Miami Vice. He got better as he got older. Yeah, he did. But him playing a a police chief in Oklahoma, I don't know how he pulls it off so damn well. But he he his accent's really good, and I don't I that's not real. At least, if it is, he hit it very well. I don't remember him having an accent at all in Miami Vice. Well, I mean, I don't think he was supposed to have an accent in Miami Vice. Yeah, but even people who hide it, it pops up. There's a, there is a cadence to how we talk. Well, I mean, if, I mean, where's he from originally? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just well, know that his his Oklahoma, his Oklahoma accent, his Southern accent, because they're it, that one gets weird. But they do it is a because it's all Southern people that live there. But Oklahoma's not part of the South. Um, I mean, it's that accent. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem fake. It seems really good. Because car- no. cartoony stuff. You can always tell because it's of where it put, where they put the emphasis on their words. But his accent was consistent throughout, no matter what he said. It was even present in his singing voice. That's that's like some next level shit. Yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, I think he also had that. I don't know. He also probably had that accent in Ash Bridges. 
Not that anyone remembers Nash Bridges. Mm. Fuck, I remember that. I, I'm like in the minority here. All Shit. I'm saying is, is watch Watchmen. God. He's a fucking asshole in that show. Damn it. God damn. I mean, he was probably, he's a bigger, he's probably a bigger asshole. episode in... spoils. Yeah. Yeah. So don't look at the episode titles. Just don't read them. It's like, damn. It's like JK rolling all over again. And sorry, by the way, for bringing her up. Well, I don't know. know, They they spoil them in context, but I think the episode titles, well, I guess up until this point, they haven't really been. This one, it's like you put two and two together pretty easily. Uh No, I'm just saying I'm sorry for bringing up JK rolling in general. No, that's it. So, but yeah. that's that's who I can think of, you know, when Dave would like, I don't know, like who someone had to like change up the titles because their titles are getting to be too spoilery, like their uh, chapter titles. I don't know that that's that doesn't make any sense because it's it's a different medium. Oh, I never, I never paid attention to that. Yeah. Now, anime does it the worst, specifically Dragon Ball Z. From what. I- Frieza defeated. <laughs> they would spoil it in the damn Spoiler preview. Spoiler for uh, Dragon Ball Z, by the way. In the, uh, Frieza gets defeated. In the preview for the damn episode. Yeah. They give you a preview the next episode, and then the episode title. <laughs> it's just... Oh, God. Frieza defeated. And then Goku lives. That, that oh, was God, another good me. one. Because that was mm-hmm. back-to-back. Goku lives, folks. And Namek destroyed. Uh, Namek is also destroyed. Spoilers for uh, DVC here, by the way. 20-year-old. Oh, what? Like, not even 20. Like, 30? 25? Well, for us, it's probably 20. Yeah, it's tw- it's 20. It's 20, 20 for Americans, it's, it's, it's 20, yeah. but... Twenty Dragon 30. Ball's been around since the late I know 80s. Dragon Ball. I'm talking about Dragon Ball Z. Well, Ball came first. It was a manga, and then it went. I know Dragon Z. Ball came first. Yeah, Dragon Ball came first. Uh, talking about Z. I think yeah, Z was like what mid nineties. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna catch up on Watchmen, and do that definitely. Watch yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's good. Oh, fuck, and that was after another big earth-shattering reveal. I forgot about that. That's the episode before. <laughs> Where they they just completely change everything. And they're like, fuck Alan Moore. And I'm like, I like this show. I like this show a lot. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh I guess I'll I'll see what you mean when I get around to it. Uh Oh, you'll see. Anyways, you'll see real that. hard. Fucking What was it? Uh There's only two episodes left, I think. God. I'm trying to remember. Anyways. I don't know, like uh, it's like like, what do you think they're gonna do after Rise of Skywalker? I mean, aside from obviously make take a break. But really? Man, that's what they that's what they said. That's what they said. 
no mm. new movie until at least 2022. 2022. That's a, that's a big break. I mean, we're getting the Obi-Wan thing, and then we still got Mandalorian going on, but movie-wise... I hope they bring back Ewan McGregor. I guess you haven't been keeping up with that at all. Mm, not really. Because, yeah, he, he's he's back. They're filming. Oh, nice. It's an Obi-Wan show. It was originally going to be a movie, and then they decided to turn it into a long-form show. They announced yeah. it at D23. That was months ago. Back in like May. And he had known about it for a while and couldn't talk about it for a long time. And when he came on stage to announce it himself and he was so happy to talk about it. Honestly, good for him. Really. Really happy for it. He was already cast and everything and they were already finished making... um, the Shining sequel before and he was allowed to talk about all that. That's also I need to fucking see that too. Before he could talk about Obi Wan. Still don't know what that what that show is gonna be about, but mm-hmm. maybe it has something to do with Yodito. A little little baby Yoda. Yeah. That is the best character in that show. Mandalorian is great. Seen little snippets here and there, and I'm like, yeah. Like Episode four was weird because I had problems with it that other people didn't. Everyone had other problems with it because they're misogynist. <laughs> I had, I had, I had other problems with it. Oh, I One saw is that, is that yeah, the acting was thing. weird. There was some weird direction. Like, I didn't mind the Western story. I didn't mind the, the standoff or any of that. What I minded was the acting kind of from everyone was off. And that was strange. Even the man, even Pedro Pascal. Everyone is shitting on Gina Carano saying she's a terrible actress, which is not true. Because I've yeah. seen her be good. She yep. very small part in Deadpool, but she's good in Deadpool. Everyone's like, well, she wasn't good in well, Fast and Furious. And I'm like, no one's one. good in Fast and Furious. I mean, Except for The Rock, that. Jason Statham, and Gal Gadot. And Gal, Gat, Gal Gadot. Those are the only people because those Gal people Gadot. bleed Gadot. charisma. They don't Gabbit know it. how to be don't. Char- charismatic. They don't know how not to be. Everyone else, not so great. They're either being themselves or not. Like, the Fast and Furious movies, those franchises, not a franchise that you grade people by acting <laughs> at this point. Mm. Um, yeah, that's true. But, because um, Michelle Rodriguez is a good actress, and she's not so, I mean, she's kind of one-dimensional in those movies. Like, um, actually, her Paul acting Walker or was her a, writing? Was a, well, it kind of. The writing for the character is what Kind of has to, one, one you know. They they, they kind of go together, but also directing. Okay. That too. But Paul Walker was not a bad actor either. And he wasn't necessarily no. bad in those movies, but I've seen him be better. Much better. Yeah, now. And now he's got, you know, and then, and then he was taken from us too soon. Shit. But, um. That sucks. But it those was, are not uh, movies where they try to push the. The envelope with the I, acting or the writing. I can't really comment on the Mandalorian because I have yet to even see that. So, well, her acting is or her line readings aren't great. 
it, it it's very weird. The choreography's good because of course it uh -huh. is. She's a fighter. But um people shitting on her and a bunch of other people, including some like like long uh long uh standing actors saying, Oh, those aren't good actors and I'm like, No, they are. They're just not good in this. I don't know what happened. Just a bad day, I guess. Uh maybe Bryce Dallas Howard isn't the best acting director. But um That's a shame. Well, she hasn't directed much, so that that happens. Yeah. Um, but um, we'll say that you know it's kind of cool that they're releasing the like heck. What's the length of this episode? I you know I hear that they're like releasing them in like thirty. Well, minutes. this one this one was like forty something. Oh, so nice. it was it was longer, but Not I don't know. Like I really liked the episode, but the acting was definitely the weakest part because it mm. was just odd. That's the that's the only way I can describe it as odd. And I've seen Carano be really good before, and her stood out the most because she had kind of had the most dialogue. But it 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 was really odd, in the way it was. It was like she was still working through it, because she's good in Haywire. She's really good in Haywire, yeah, and she's essentially just, playing the yeah. same character in this. Yeah. So you would think. She would play it the same way, but she's not, and that you know it bugs me. I don't know. She's got two more episodes in the pot uh, down the line, so apparently that's gonna be better. But it's just it something didn't feel right. Overall, I like the episode. It's not the worst thing I've seen. Um, I actually still like it better in episode one, but it's it's strange. All of these, which have been written by John Favreau, so I don't know. It might be a directing thing. Probably. Mm. But uh, a lot of these people have never seen westerns and shit before. Though that is a problem with the show. And that it... Yeah, it couldn't fucking tell. It it has an issue that a lot of... So, so there's a difference when you're taking reference from something and you're paying homage to something. And then when you're just doing something specifically... So people who have seen that shit can go, oh, that's cool. There's a way to do it right, and there's a way to do it wrong. And I think for the most part, this show kind of does it wrong on a lot of stuff. Because um, the audience of Star Wars and Westerns um, don't overlap a lot. Also, Westerns have been gone for a while. We still get them now, every now and then. But the stuff that this shit is referencing is old and that hasn't been in the zeitgeist for a very long time. So when you do stuff like the old widow who knows how to shoot trope, some people will get that, but most people don't. Now, I don't think you need to explain that because nothing in Star Wars gets explained and that's all fine and dandy. I think there is a level of misogynism and sexism that comes with people who get pissed off about that. But at the same time, it just does that as a throwaway and it's never brought up again. And that actress is never going to be back because I looked it up. She's only in this one episode. They're not ever going to do it. So they just did it to do it. And I don't I don't like that. I don't like when you bring stuff up and don't necessarily give a reason to it other than, isn't this cool? And then it's gone. Like if it, if, if it, if it fulfilled a purpose other than that, then maybe. Not no that, purpose. Do what? 
What purpose? Did you say what or no? What purpose? I don't know. I don't know what purpose. Because they don't have one. <laughs> I, that's no, why I said if, it, if they did something I mean, like, like that. You said, like you said a purpose. Like what do you mean by that? Like, um, There are movies that are homages that do it right. Homages to either each other or that that um, they just build a, a movie or a show around it. Like Magnificent Seven and The Seven Samurai. Which, th- holy shit, does Mandalorian take a lot from? Well... Yeah, wasn't there like an episode from what I heard that was basically... Yeah, this seven. last one. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's two people instead of seven. Well, I, well, technically, all four episodes are like that. But The Magnificent Seven and The Seven Samurai are very different films. They homage... Or, well, one's homaging the other, but they are very different films. Similar story, a lot of homages to the original, but they are still different films. And it's not just go, like a samurai doesn't show up in the middle of the seven, uh, of seven Magnificent Seven, and they go, "Look, a samurai!" and then disappears and is never there again. Because that would be weird. Like that would that's kind of how it feels when they did the old widow trope. I liked it and I understood it and I got it, but I still thought this is out of place. Not that it's not cool that it happens. But it seems out of place, not because it's Star Wars, but because it feels like it was brought up and shown only to go, see, we can be a Western. And I'm like, I don't, it's not, I don't know if I can say that's bad, but there's something off about that because it doesn't feel, I guess, genuine. I I don't know. It's weird. It feels off because the whole episode felt off. Like, uh, when the Mandalorian walks around, he had, he's wearing metal armor. So it clinks together, and it sounds like he's wearing spurs. That is consistent throughout the entire show, and I think that's cool. But when weird American Western shit shows up in places that is not the American West or has any real ties to it, it does feel a little odd unless it's somewhat justified. And I don't mean justified story-wise or someone has to explain everything or anything. I mean like within the world. Because in the old desert town, it makes sense that it's an old desert town. It's an old fucking desert planet and the bar looks like this or whatever. But there's no swing doors or some weird bullshit where someone can go, oh, look here, or a dude wearing a cowboy hat because they're in space. Like, people dress a a different way because they're here. But if a cowboy just walked by, that would be strange. So, and the old widow trope doesn't bother me as much as just some other things. they, They just, it seems like it, Instead of wanting to be Western, a uh, Star Wars, a Star Wars show that's a Western, it seems like it wants to. Go on. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to formulate that. So Logan is a Western. It's like one hundred percent a Western. Mm-hmm. It's in the future. The uh, the. Uh, near future but it's a western not a lot of cowboys and Wolverine is fucking Wolverine but it's a western it plays beat for beat just like a western and homages a bunch of old westerns in fact shit they talk about Shane 
Never in that entire movie do I ever get the sense that they're doing this just to do it. Like, oh, isn't it cool if Logan was in a Western or some bullshit like that? Or look, a cowboy pulling up weird shit. Even the Shane thing they justified. Um, But like in this, it doesn't feel like that. A lot of it feels like that, but there's just these weird moments that it's just... I don't know how to explain it. It's just weird. It's just... It is weird. I But I like the, the widow who can shoot thing. I've always liked that. But it did feel weird in that setting. Because... And not because they had to justify why she knew how to shoot. That didn't bother me. That didn't bother me at all. It's like, okay, cool. She knows how to shoot. That gets me. What bothered me is no one else knew how to shoot. And that everyone looked at a blaster like they'd never seen one before, despite getting in a fight earlier in the show. Um, and then some weird lines of dialogue, because an, an ATST shows up, and it's like the big deal of the episode. It's like, no one's ever taken these down before. And why that particular line is weird is because Gino Carano's character is a rebel shock trooper who was in the Battle of Endor. So that's weird, because the whole Battle of Endor, they took down a bunch of them motherfuckers with some teddy bears. So that's a little strange that that character would say, we've never done this before, though five years before this totally did that a lot. Like, that was their job. So just just some weird shit like that. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's bad. It doesn't make it bad. It's just odd. Like that doesn't that shouldn't belong there. But Star Wars is kind of always like that. It's not the most consistent series in the world. Which is one of the reasons that I yeah, have a lot of problems with really it. Really been its strong suit, which I mean, yeah, sure, I guess. Well, until these last couple movies, I'm of the opinion that these movies are the best. And I'm so glad we got them because they figured out what Star Wars is and should be and have nailed it in every single way. Even that first one, which is kind of an homage to to the first one, I think did it better. I think there's so much good in it. And now that J.J. Abrams has the freaking cuffs off and do whatever the fuck he wants, I can't wait to see what happens in 9. And I love them. And they don't have the problems of the previous movies of any of the previous movies except for one and that's pacing it i didn't feel it as much in 7 but 8 has a pacing problem and every star wars movies have a, has a pacing problem and i don't know why every single one of those damn movies good or bad has a pacing problem where they just it just screeches to a halt and they don't know what to do empire has it real bad too where they just they kind of forget what they're doing for a little bit, and it's like, well, okay, and then we'll go, we'll go back into the real movie, and then they get back on course, a course correct, real hard. Return of the Jedi kind of doesn't do that until the last thirty minutes, but like, Episode Four has it real hard because there's like an hour where you're like, what the fuck are we doing? And then of course the prequels. <laughs> Actually, I, you know what? As much as I don't like the movie, I think episode one might be the most 
or the the best paced out of all of them because they never stop. They have, they keep going. It takes place over like a day and a half. It's like it is consistently it is well paced. It's ter- it just sucks the movie shit. Like, but George Lucas nailed pacing. He forgot about it in the other two. Episode three is the best of those prequels, but it is not a well paced movie. I don't know. I feel like I feel like seven. I feel like I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like seven has the pacing all right, but that's just me. I, I said know. that seven did the pacing all right. Oh, you did. Yes. Oh, you did. Oh. I said I didn't feel it so much I, in seven. I, I said eight I has a problem. Eight. You said eight. Yeah. Yes. Though Finn's yeah, character arc is good. Uh, Episode uh, eight, second act, kind of sucks. At least on the first viewing. I enjoyed it a lot more the second time I saw it. But that first viewing, it was it did not play well. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And it just felt weird. And then it felt like there were two different movies going on. Because the minute the third act picks up, we're in a different movie. And it's like, this is the movie I was watching in the first act. And that second act is like, I don't know what the, where the fuck that thing was from. <laughs> we're going to pick up, pick up and go and never look back. The second time I watched that, it, it played a lot better. But it's just... I don't know. It has a it has a weird weird issue. Um, I still think it might be the best out of all of them, but it's just it's greater than some of its parts. Um, but Seven's my favorite. Seven is the one I've watched the most. It's just it, yeah, it's everyone, so happy. I don't know one. why. Wow. Before that, the one I watched the most was probably Episode Three, because there's so much going on in that damn movie, and I love to analyze it. And um, and then after that, I think would be Empire. Um, three is much better than people give it credit for, because I like that movie a lot. But it, I think, yeah, it's all it, people. It's one. It's much, the best so. of the prequels. Because let's well, holy shit, but it's it's a whole lot better. Then it's, also, I mean, it's not a, it's not a shit movie. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go to my grave saying it's not a shit movie. It's not. No, it's not. It's so. actually a good movie. But the it's problem that loses a lot of people is it's so poorly paced. There is an hour in that movie, a legit hour, where nothing is happening, and when some stuff does happen, it, it doesn't feel like it has any impact, and you're you're you've basically it's lost its audience at that point in time. And if you're not in for Star Wars at that in this movie, you, it's not going to hit you because there's a lot of shit that does happen, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good fights. But if you're bored to tears or bored to the point of not caring, then you're not going to care about that shit. Like, and it it, it hurt it. But I, I think that movie is good. I think it's actually well written somehow. The acting got a shit ton better. Um, because guess what? They're not bad actors. They were just in a bad bad movie um just like the twilight movies turns out they're not all bad actors turns out they're yeah. really good actors that was just not a great set of movies yeah. you know robert patterson and chris and Sword, they can actually act i mean they've always good i've been i've been defending those people for years <laughs> like don't judge them on those shit movies no one judges anna kendrick she was in those damn movies yeah she was like, yeah, no. It, it seems, seems like they character. had a bigger, they they had a bigger uphill battle than than she did. She just, you know, after those are done, she just seemed to like. Well, cause she was a side yeah. character and wasn't yeah. really involved in anything. She That's was like true. the goofy friend. 
If anything, I think they, they everyone forgot that she was in that, probably. I want to see that Charlie's okay. Angel movie eventually. Uh, it, it looked okay. That, it didn't do well, but it I, was... I actually thought it looked pretty good. I was like, I because I understand what I they're like, going like, for. I was like, I liked the trailer, and at the same time, I was like, am I going to go out of my way to see this? I don't, I don't think so. It looks like a movie that was tailor-made for Kristen Stewart to show her range. I mean, she shows more emotional range in a two-minute trailer of that movie than she had in any of those Twilight films. Well, like, yeah, I mean, because that was the thing that, people stuck on her is that she has no range, and I'm like, that's bullshit. She just the, the writing was bad. Like, you can't, you can't do anything. That was a Sils Maria fucking. What was that Camp X-ray? Yeah. Shit. Honestly, like, just, like she. Anything else? Really? She's a. Uh, I've always liked her. And yeah. then it's got uh, not only Elizabeth Banks, who wrote and directed the movie, and then it's got uh, What's-Her-Head in it. Can't, Jasmine from Aladdin, and she was also the Pink Power Ranger, and I can't remember right. her damn name. Right, that... Wait, oh, that was her. Wow. I know who you're talking about. Shit, I forgot that she was the Pink, Ra- Pink mm-hmm. Ranger. Yeah. Did not like that arc in that movie, to be honest. Anyways, I uh, like that movie. I like that movie a lot. Well, Power Rangers? I liked everything but the effects. Are you serious? Yes, I liked everything but the effects. The effect, the suits in that movie are terrible. The fucking Megazord yeah, no, is the, the CGI awful. was like shit, though. Yeah, the CG was shit. Brian Cranston thing looked pretty cool. I hated, I fucking hated what they did to... um. Oh God! What's his name? Uh, shit. I think. I think. The autistic character. No, 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 no. Um, I, I actually liked that a lot. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, 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 the no. robot. Was it Zeta? No, yeah, Zeta's uh, the second. I know one. who you're talking about. The. Uh, Bill one voiced by Bill Hader. I hate that design. Yeah. That design's terrible. Yeah, the look of it. The look, honestly, the look of the, it, it the is, look of that movie is just. It is yeah. the weirdest movie because the Power I Rangers fucking, in general are a thing you watch. Did not care for the, the arc, for the, the Pink Rangers subplot, which is probably need another go at it. Honestly, the the, the it's what's funny about that movie is it is the opposite of any Power Rangers media, because people don't watch Power Rangers for the teenage bullshit. They watch it to watch the Power Rangers beat up people. That's it. Yeah. yeah. The movie is the we exact got, like, opposite. Motherfucking like I guess you could say like I wouldn't say Disney Disneyfied, but it felt it felt like something you would find on the Disney Channel back in the day. Uh it was like Breakfast Club, but you know, Toku. You know, I'm actually glad that, that, that I, I don't else. I don't feel that at all. but that's because I was around for when Disney owned the Power Rangers. And it was so much better. Oh my god, it was so good. And then they sold them yeah. back to Saban, and it got bad. Yeah. <laughs> and now I've been Bandai hearing... owns them. I'm out of the loop on Power Rangers. I fucking gave up on that show. But no, it was so weird because you watch the movie, and you're like, I really don't give Early a shit about the Power Ranger stuff, but I like watching these kids 
screw around. And it was yeah. fun. And I liked the high school story. And I liked it. I liked most of the arcs. I was like, this is weird. Yeah. Because this is yeah. Not I really power. wish they didn't. They because they dropped the ball with, her, they, with the Pink Rangers. Like I don't know what they what they needed another rewrite with that. I, know, so I think I'm they not dropped the they ball can't. on everything else. They nailed. Yeah. The, they nailed the characters mostly. Like that's the which was a which was a good idea. I think the product placement went overboard. I good idea. Bit, I did. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. I, I that was a good idea. Yeah. Let's actually build the characters because that's what no though. one fucking does. You know, no, no yeah, one. The yeah, no. Builds the characters, and they said let's build the characters, but apparently all the money was spent on just building the characters, and they stopped. Um, I hate it though. I will say the suits look better in motion than they did in stills. In the Kinda. movie, they looked better. They look better when they were moving. They look yeah, terrible in pictures. Just... Which I th- wish they just would have built real suits. They could have done yeah. it. They did it I before mean, fuck, in the 90s. They, fucking, they made them out of leather. Dude, they fucking do that. I mean, they fucking they still keep doing it now. I mean, it's like, what's stopping them? When, when anyone fucks up on a on a costume, it boggles my mind because mm-hmm. of the MCU. Like like barring the villains because they want to do different stuff with their villains they've always wanted to do that that's always been their thing they're heroes we have iron man that looks like fucking iron man we got captain america who look well actually in my opinion looks better at least in the last movie looks better than he ever did in the comics i never liked the weird wings <laughs> he he looks really good you get a thor that when he's actually suited up looks good like they look like the fucking comic book characters and it's like, why can't we get that for the Power Rangers? It wouldn't be that expensive. Actually, I think it would be cheaper to give them real suits than to CGI everything. It fucking beats me why they do the CGI for a lot of that stuff. Fucking go a step further and make, you know, give us fucking... What's, what's weird is you don't need to do it fully CGI. Like with Spider-Man, yeah. he's wearing a real suit and then they touch yeah. it up after. At least. Um, Black Panther, it's a real suit. And then they put effects on it after. Though in the movie, it depended on the fight scene. Because one of them, it's not a real suit. And one of them, it is. Because the suit that they made for Civil War, apparently, um, it almost killed him. It didn't breathe. And he got like to 120 degrees inside. And he, I believe he almost had heat stroke. Like it, they're like, okay, we need to figure out something else. But the way they had the suit looking, they couldn't... Something about the material. They couldn't use a different material or some bullshit like that. Um, which sucks, because There's they wanted to have a certain uh, look. Uh, Raimi Spider-Man? Hmm? Raimi Spider-Man? Or... This is the new Spider-Man. Wait, which Spider-Man? I'm talking, talking about, about Black Panther. Talking about, oh, Black, Black Panther. Panther. Chadwick oh, Boseman, like, fell out on set during Civil War. So in the Damn. movie, in his movie, that's why his suit looks different. Like, actually looks different to a point that I don't like it. There's something weird with the head, and it's because it's uh, a lot of it's CG. Uh, they still had a real suit, but a lot of the, depending on the scenes, he wasn't wearing it. But in Civil War, he was wearing a full-on Black Panther suit, and it um, it was very hot. Something about, I don't know, just something about the way it's built. And the fact that it's, like, really, really, really black. Like, the actual color on the suit is darker than it appears, so it just soaks up sunlight, and it just turns into an oven. Um, apparently, Spider-Man suit's not bad. 
they they made it to where he can do all the acrobatic stuff. Like all the flips and stuff that he does in the movie, most of them he's actually doing. Um and he started doing them Tom Holland started doing them um without direction. And they were like, you can just do backflips and shit. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, let's start doing shit. And they just started making him do stuff. So, um, because Tom Holland's a, a gift from God. <laughs> um, hell of a lot more agile than Tobey Maguire ever was. Or Andrew Garfield, for that matter. Damn, I hate those movies. <laughs> what? what? The Raimi ones? as well or wait or was it the garfield ones i hate the garfield I, ones a lot i really do i mean the, to be honest i, I don't i wouldn't blame me if you hate the mcguire ones because I, I don't know there's some people who don't like them but the raymond movies i don't think yeah. have held up and i'm a sam raimi fan hmm. and here's what's funny here's what's really funny about this i'm a spider-man 3 defender and i don't think the movies held up I don't think Spider-Man Three is that bad of a movie. I didn't hate it. To be, honest, I didn't hate it on. I didn't hate it either. I still don't hate it when I watch it. Went back and watched Spider-Man uh, Two with Joe. We're like, yeah, let's watch Spider-Man Two. Got to the end of it and going, that was Spider-Man Two. Like, That's not great. So like, yeah, that uh, was that was really weird. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch Spider-Man One. It's like this still holds up. What the fuck happened? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I rewatched Two. I I feel like it. It has to do with the writing and the direction. Hate Maybe I need to rewatch it again. I think I rewatched it like last year, and I remember digging it again. But well, here's what it's... happens: if Sam Raimi doesn't have a an actor who is literally dripping with charisma, then the movie suffers. And sometimes that doesn't even work because Oz, Great and Powerful, wasn't fantastic at all. I, but, I have. Mm, not even seen that one, and but I don't think I'm. He he really he really succeeds when he's doing different stuff, and has Bruce Campbell attached, because Bruce Campbell could just make shit work. Well, I mean, you know, that's Bruce Campbell. He's really know. good at it. Yeah, but no, those those Raimi films. But yeah, uh, um, it's they have issues, weird weird issues, and I don't think it's... Those Raimi films made people hate... uh, um, uh, Not Kristen Stewart. um, Kirsten Dunst. To this day, there are people that say she can't act because of those damn movies. Really? Every time I see her in those movies, I I get the opposite reaction, but okay. The reason is because she is terribly written. She's the most wooden character that I've ever seen outside of Joel Schumacher's Batman. She she just she doesn't emote. She doesn't really have any like, and she's doing her damnedest. But the character isn't written well, and the reason is is because he didn't really care about Mary Jane, hmm. because he didn't know shit about Spider Man. And I know you don't yeah. have to be a fan to make a good movie about something, but you have to care a little bit. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you're not gonna make a good movie. Like you you, you have sense. to do something. It's art is about passion. But yeah, like, anyways, uh, what is it that you hate about the Garfields? All everything. What are you talking about? Actually, okay, so, so here's the thing. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't seen them, so uh, you're gonna have to. Here's the thing. Shit. I liked Spider-Man. The, the, I, mean, I liked the second one when I saw it in theaters. And I was like, man, everyone's crazy. And I saw it again, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck happened? What was I on? <laughs> 
what the hell? And I watched it a third time just to make sure. I'm like, no, this movie's terrible. This movie's awful. I think I awful. saw the ending to that one. I think I saw the ending to Amazing Spider-Man Okay, too. I'll say this. The ending to that is both bullshit and amazing at the same time. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Ow. So the Ow. full ending, the full it's bullshit because it ends on a cliffhanger. And what is like the best fight scene in the entire movie. That 10 seconds is the best fucking thing in the movie. And it ends before he fights him. It's like, oh, fuck you. No, but it's it's amazing because it shows something that we have we have never seen from Spider-Man on film. And that is he um he gives up. Now you would say, "Well, that happens to Spider-Man too." Yeah, but I don't believe it. I never believed it. I never I didn't believe jack shit. I was like, oh, I'm going to leave this behind, but it was more well, because it was more because I was going through what? spider puberty and bullshit. What? Because I'm Didn't a thirty-year-old like, man. Didn't that happen like in the second act, or was it the third? Oh man, it's been a while. Well, I mean, see, if it happens early on in the movie. We we all happened. It was the whole crux of the second act. But but in this one, Gwen Stacy dies. He just gives up. And then there's a montage of him just sitting in front of her grave, talking to her for a year. And it's so fucking sad. <laughs> it's like holy shit. And then I forgot what get, makes him go back to being Spider-Man. But it wasn't a talk or something like that. It's He just he just does it. And uh, a little kid's about to get killed by the rhino and he saves this kid. And then he goes to fight the rhino and then the movie ends. And I was like, man, that was a pretty good 10 minutes right there. Too bad the two hours of this movie were fucking awful. <laughs> but the thing about those movies is... Didn't- they nail Did, something that the Raimi movies was, don't have. Wasn't there like a scene in the first movie where like he gets into a fight with three dudes on a subway and one of them changes their race? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so what's amazing about those movies is they actually excel where Raimi falters. And it's crazy. Oh so God. in the Raimi movies, all three of them, the interactions between the characters mean shit. Like, I care about Mary Jane, I care about Peter Parker because I've loved these characters forever. I mean, at the time, I was obsessed with the Spider-Man cartoon and this movie came out in theaters and saw it and everything and it was great. Blah, 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 blah. And I love Spider-Man. I know everything about Spider-Man. So, I love those characters because I have that attachment to it. But on based on just the movie, nothing. Like, I don't care because... I'm not getting a lot. Tobey Maguire has been criticized for a long time for being too subtle of an actor. And I think a lot of it's direction because I've seen him in Pleasantville and he's completely different. Um, I hate it when actors aren't good, but you know, they can be, and he's not bad in this movie. No one's particularly bad except for Kirsten Dunst, but she's not acting bad. She's written bad. The only one in that entire, especially the first one in the entire movie that is acting like actually fucking and it's weird because it stands out well there's two people it's Willem Dafoe and James Franco they are on a fucking entirely different level than anyone else on that cast (laughs) they fucking are man (laughs) because I think they understood what movie they were in because they read the script and the script wasn't great and they were like okay and Willem Dafoe is like I'm gonna act the shit out of this and James Franco is a charisma machine despite him not being a good person um and, and that carries through 
out the rest of those movies because he was instructed that he was supposed to be this evil villain later on. And in the rest of those movies, he is a cartoon evil piece of shit villain. And everyone else is like, why would you do that, Harry? I can't believe this. Like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, <laughs> I'm walking away. And you're like, what is, what happened? <laughs> who who said this was okay? I love, I love Willem Dafoe so fucking much, bro. I'm talking about James Franco. Willem Dafoe, it, it makes sense because he isn't, like, he got the gas and he's insane. But even then, when he's not insane, he's, I mean, I'm talking about just acting chops. Not like he's before, even before the gas, he's like, he's level. just like, he's like, just, Everyone not, he's else, not, he's not chewing this. He's devouring this. Everyone else is like bored or doesn't care, and he is like, "I'm gonna make you care because I'm fucking Willem Dafoe." And James Franco is like, "I'm gonna make you care because I'm James Franco." And it's like, okay. And then everyone else is just there. And I think Raimi might not be the best at directing actors because if you don't have someone that is a self-starter, then you're. That's the only reason that I can figure why everyone else in that damn movie is so different. Oh no, there's one other character. It's the guy that plays uh, Peter's uncle, Uncle Ben. He's he's going to town. Aunt May, I can't get a reading on because you can't tell because she's like 80. So it's like, is it because she's 80 or is it because she's not being directed well? Like, is it is it she sound bored and tired because she's supposed to be bored and tired? Though she has one of the better performances in the movie. But everyone else, including uh, Kristen Dunst, is like in this vacuum. And it's so weird because you have actors who are doing different shit and are in different movies, apparently. And it clashes. And this all came to a head in Spider-Man 3 when I think people saw saw these movies for what they actually were. But I never... I never saw these movies, well, I liked them, and I like them less now, but when I first saw them, I never saw these as these amazing achievements of, okay, I don't want to say this. I was going to say of cinema, but that's not true. They were amazing achievements of cinema because it was something that no one had really done before. Um, They weren't these, like, high art, art house movies or some bullshit, because some people will hold up Spider-Man 2 as the greatest movie ever made, and I'm like, I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is, man. I think there's some other movies out there that are a lot better. Uh, there's a lot of superhero movies out there a lot better. You what ever see the original Superman? That movie's pretty <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> um, good. And that's a movie that camp actually works for it, unlike the camp in Spider-Man, which doesn't because it clashes with itself because it can't make up its damn mind. It's 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 weird. I don't think it makes it a bad movie, but it... Even Spider-Man 2, and I think the first one holds up the best because it's the most consistent. 2 is all over the place. And then it makes sense why 3 just kind of fucking goes nuts. But I don't hate any of them. Bug fuck nuts. Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2 do the exact opposite. So here's what's weird. The Raimi films, despite having boring characters and badly written characters for the most part, are not boring. Because Raimi has the impeccable talent to make a fucking entertaining movie. No holds barred. He just... He knows how to do it. That's Sam Raimi's talent. He can entertain the shit out of you. The Amazing Spider-Man movies... Can't do that. And it's weird because writing-wise... They're better. Plot-wise, not so much. Plot-wise, they're a little bit... 
not so great. Sam, uh, the, the Ray movies have a great plot. The third one's all over the place, but the first two have a great plot. These movies don't have a great plot or kind of have a could cutter plot. That first one, it's kind of weird. But the writing of the characters, the actual dialogue and interactions between them are really fucking good. And it has to do with the fact that Mark Webb is doing it and he made 500 Days of Summer and he's kind of just trying to do the best of what he has. So he's like, I'll just make, I'll just write the dialogue as if I'm writing a romance or a romantic comedy movie, which I'm really, really good at making. So you believe that Andrew Garfield, despite looking 40 in high school, is in love with Gwen Stacy. And part of this is because Emma Stone and, and um, Andrew Garfield were engaged at the time of making these movies. Oh. So you got two really good actors that are also in love, and you believe that they're in love, but what really sells it is the writing. It, everything's great. And that's not just him. It's with all of his friends. It's with everyone he interacts with. It's the villains and stuff. The problem is, is the movie's just not good. It's just like, okay, that was a Spider-Man movie. That sucked. And then the second one... The second one is somehow better and worse. So all of that great stuff about the dialogue is even better in this one. And when Gwen Stacy does die, you believe it, and it hurts, and it's sad, and it's like, holy shit, Andrew Garfield looks like he just wants to blow his brains out. Because I think they told him that Emma Stone had died or something. Because the way he looks is fucked up. Like, it's... He's he he's looked like he's been perpetually crying for like two years, which in the montage it's like I guess he has. His like eyes are sunken in and shit. It's like fuck, <laughs> this got dark for no reason. But the plot's a mess. There's too many villains for no reason. Um, Jamie Fox is kind of terrible as Electro. Um, the Green Goblin shows up for literally no reason other than Doesn't just kill him. Like Gwen get Stacy. introduced with dubstep or something like that. He doesn't get introduced. He does a dubstep thing and an electrical. Um, oh, that's it's not that's even a plant. It's a like a love it. bunch of transformers. Oh. You know what? That's that's one of the things that actually works for the movie. Is there are a bunch of campy moments that really do work. There's a moment where they're fighting Electro in the middle of like Times Square, and um, all of New York City loves Spider Man, and Spider Man is a a dick in this mo- in these movies. He, it's kind of the thing that separates him from the Raimis is he does have a mouth, but he's less clever and more of a dick, which I kind of liked a little bit because, again, Andrew Garfield, it was like 35, so it made more sense. He wasn't acting like a kid. He was acting like a dick, but everyone's agrees because he's being a dick to like a mass murderer, so it's okay. Well... So he goes and um, he goes and he puts water on Electro to to short him out. Here's what's funny about this: when this happens, it's not Spider-Man looks over and pulls over a water main with his web or something like that, and then he's like, "Oh, you're all washed up" or something like that. The fire department is there, and it goes from one scene of Spider-Man fighting Electro and everything, regular fight scene. Electro gets distracted, and then the next scene, it's like, "Oh no, they got water on him," and it's like, "Where'd that water come from?" And the camera pans, Spider-Man is holding a hose along with the entire, almost every firefighter in New York, and he's also wearing a fireman's cap. And he's just, they're just laying waste to Electro, and it's hilarious. It's like, what? He took the time to put on the fireman shit and to get this hose and stuff. Like, he, he did all this off screen, and it's great. And a lot of shit like that happens in the movie, and it's hilarious. 
It's really comic booky. That stuff plays. It's all the really stupid shit that doesn't play. Just poor decisions. Like introducing the Green Goblin 15 minutes from the end of the movie and then getting rid of him just as fast. He literally shows up just so he can kill Gwen Stacy and leaves. Um, it's not well-paced. Jamie Foxx is actually really bad, but that's because he's not given much to work with. Um, a lot of the really campy stuff, like really, really, really campy stuff, doesn't work. The, the, the fireman stuff, the stuff with Spider-Man kind of works, but there's stuff that just costume choices do not work because it's against a modern, like a realistic, gritty modern day world because the first movie was very realistic. And this one keeps that same look, except you get Jamie Foxx's character in it before he becomes Electro, and it looks terrible. He's like a what you would think a nerd looks like in an 80s film, but walking in 2014 New York. And it doesn't work. Like here's this extra from Revenge of the Nerds walking around in real life New York. He sticks out. And it, it's it's really weird. He's also possibly disabled. And they make fun of him the whole time. It's it's not. It doesn't play well. Paul Giamatti's Rhino's weird. Oh yeah. Fuck I forgot that Rhino's in this damn movie. Um, I think everybody it, forgets that. It's a, it's a train wreck. But there are parts of it Isn't that work. Like the, in a big ass mech suit or something like does yes. blocky. That actually looks cool. Suit. It looks cool. But he doesn't get to use it. Yeah. Again, the big you know, rhino fight is the end of the movie, and they end before the he fights. Paul Giamatti was like so super happy to be Rhino because he, he he. I heard that he liked the character Rhino. Or he likes like Spider Man. He's a he likes- he's a huge fucking nerd. Oh man. Um, He's actually he's pretty great in Rhino. He hams it up, and it's like it it the well, well, six seconds well, that he's in the movie, but I mean, like he it's doesn't always ham it up, but you know, it's a, does, it's a does. hell of a train wreck. It's a pure yeah. train wreck, but the stuff that works really really does work. It's just that the stuff that doesn't really people really ass mad really over doesn't sequel man. Like there's like supposed to be. There's like a moment where like there's like a clock tower in it, and it's like there's nothing like that in New York City. It's, oh yeah, they're like straight up in London. Yeah, like it's it's London. They're in London, but they're still in New York City. Like it, it's weird, and it okay. So what makes it weirder? What makes it weirder? The fact they're in like Big Ben at the end of the movie, despite being in New York City, is the whole uh, side plot, which is the most interesting part of the movie, is the B story which is uh, Gwen Stacy is moving to London. And Peter Parker has to figure out what he's going to do and how he's going to deal with that. And what makes the end of the movie so damn sad is they work it out. They actually figure it out in a very adult manner. And they he's like, I, I'm going to be with you and we're going to do this and that. And I think... I don't remember if he proposes or not, but he, it's none of that weird, stupid bullshit that he did with Mary Jane in the other movies. They actually have a very adult conversation. They figure shit out. They work through it. And he's like, I don't want to leave New York, but I will for you because there's more important things than just the city. And hell, England could use a Spider-Man too, but there's more important stuff than Spider-Man. And it's actually very believable and real and it's great. And then she dies and it's horrible. Problem is, is that is the B story to this awful movie. It's really sad to that that this movie's so bad because there's some good in it. Um, 
if you took the good of the Raimi movies and the good of this movie and put them together, you'd have an amazing movie. And that's kind of what they did in the next one. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, God damn it. Homecoming and Far yeah. From Home are fantastic. Um, uh, speaking of Marvel, Black Widow got a trailer. And I don't think people know what the fuck that movie is. And it surprises me. And I've seen a lot of people comment saying... I saw that you said that you were uninterested, but you you don't care about the stuff to begin with, so I I didn't get that. Not really. But the thing is, is people don't understand that... And I think they're marketing it like this intentionally, but the reason it takes place in the past isn't just so ScarJo gets one last shot at the movie and people were like, well, she's going to be dead anyway, so what's the point of having this movie? Like, what big secret's going to be revealed that she didn't know mm, coming from the war Endgame? She, she died in Endgame or whatever, I don't care. And um, <laughs> it's the fact that this movie is not about her. It seems like it's about her. It's not. It's about the other girl they introduced in the trailer. Who is now the new Black Widow? What, Florence Pugh. Yes. I don't even, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name, by the way. Yes, and she's probably going to win Best Supporting Actress too, so she's going to have a hell of a year. Did uh, she like fucking like start off in a wrestling movie? That's one of the movies that I know her from. Yes. Yeah. And she's that, in Little Women. And everything you know, I'm hearing about Little Women, summer. there's a really good chance that that woman's going to win Best Supporting Actress. But yeah, I think the the one the movie that really put her on the uh, that really got everybody's attention was obviously the midsummer movie which i didn't see so that's cool well yeah so she's 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 had a hell of a year a yeah, really good she, year because all those movies are highly rated so she's about to probably be an oscar contender and then she's going to be a fucking mainline marvel superhero because this whole movie's point is introducing her and setting her up as a widow too that's the whole point people think it's just a thing to just have ScarJo in it. It's not. It's actually so they never have to bring her back. It's a 20-something year old girl. A lot of Asians are happy for that rep. Not even going to touch that. But like, she, uh, they're setting up Pew as the next Black Widow and then she's going to be the next um, possibly the next leader of the Avengers. That's where it gets weird. Or the leader of the Thunderbolts. We're not sure. Because um, General Ross like, is in the trailer. So that one's getting yeah. interesting. What is, what's William Hurt really doing in any of these movies? Aside from acting really irritated. I don't know. Being General Ross? He's waiting uh, for his fucking Hulk movie, but he's just... they Paramount... Or not Paramount. Universal's being a bitch. Uh, um, yeah. He's supposed to be Red Hulk. Is what he signed up for. Oh, uh, damn, that sucks. Been waiting that long. Well, yeah, well, Universal owns the, the um, solo rights they made to Hulk, Hulk movie movies. in these movies. The Incredible Hulk? Yeah, when did that come out? 2008. Oh, Jesus. Buddy, wow. I feel sad. I really feel sad for him now. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I don't, he's getting a hell of a paycheck. He's just buying his time, but they're going to set him. They're, they've been setting him up slowly. No, that, actually, that's true. No, who I feel bad for is Liv Tyler, who they've just forgotten about. 
Oh yeah, yeah. They've really forgotten about everybody in that movie. So I, I have a lot of problems with what they've what they've done because those movies are so good about keeping up with their own continuity. I just hate when they forget about shit because it's not simple shit. It's not like they don't wear those type of clothes or some weird bullshit like that. It's like, oh yeah, remember how Bruce Banner has a wife that we have just forgotten about. Mm-hmm. I I ah oh, that that still bugs me still bugs me because they have yet to bring her up. I mean, shit. They even brought what Natalie Portman. Like, damn. Well, yeah, she's back, so she's Thor now. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, spoiler alert. She's Thor now. I don't know. But like, I don't think that's a spoiler that that's been that, announced. I'm just, um, I'm just gonna keep throwing spoiler alert in front of any, but like, anything Marvel. The fact that you don't bring back Betty Ross, who's kind of a huge fucking character her daddy's there that's what's weird is general ross is there he's been in a bunch of these fucking movies and never once does he mention his daughter i'm very confused as to what happened especially now that she hulk's coming so i'm like i'm i'm i want to know that's i don't know there's some weird there's some really really weird shit going on there because that was that was bruce's like that was his center was betty ross like and it i don't know i don't feel bad for edward norton he's just a he's a dick to work with so i get it but i don't get why you just leave that character on the floor like that and then put him with black widow which i never really got i didn't have the problems that everyone else had with that i had my problem was why Black Widow when obviously the relationship that's being built over time is her and Captain America but okay we're gonna ignore that plot thread and just go over to the something that comes out of fucking nowhere that always bothered me um I don't know it's uh it's weird but no that, that new Black Widow movie looks good I just I I don't think I I I'm pretty sure that movie is not going to do what people think it's going to do. I I don't think the whole movie is going to be about Black Widow on this mission. It's going to be really funny if you get halfway through that and then it's post Endgame. <laughs> and then it's it's all it's all it's just Pew's movie from then on cuz they would do that. That abs- they don't care anymore. Especially now that that uh fucker is gone that kept them from making uh, Black Panther and doing what they wanted. Do you know about that, Pedro? What? So know about what? The reason that uh, the Marvel movie, the MCU, got diverse really late, though technically, technically early, All right. because no. everybody... Okay, no, yeah, I get I get what you mean. Yeah, no. Everyone said it's late, but I'm like, well, they did, they did like the first shit, so like, I don't know if it's late. Yeah. That's right. Um, the reason is it was literally one executive. Yeah. One guy, Trump like. supporting piece of shit, who made a mandate that he would not have a black superhero. Like, straight up. And uh, Kevin Feige has been fighting against this dude from day one. Like, it, it, and finally he got out. And, like, literally the first thing that happened was they greenlit Black Panther. The minute that dude left, is, and he, he kept him from doing it and um because he had final say because he was one of the big wigs 
and uh, it was just it, the, the fact that one man, one evil racist. Because it does seem kind of weird how like all all of a sudden all of their movies are different. Black Panther, Captain Marvel, uh, uh, Shang Chi, which is that that one's most interesting. Everyone think that's just about China. It's technically not. They've been wanting to do that movie for a while. Honestly, they I want to see the only reason I want to see this because Tony uh, Leung's in it. I think that's great. And I want to see it because it's gonna be good. But like a lot of the weird choices they've have. They have Speaking it. of hard boiled, go see hard boiled, folks. Go see it. Not probably just go rent it or or buy it. Can't go see it. It's not playing. Buy it. No, no. But, just go see um, it in general. Really. Buy but it. Uh, the the whole reason they've had to wait is because of that one asshole, which is interesting. What makes it even more interesting is Warner Brothers has not had that one asshole, and I can't figure out what to fucking do. <laughs> it's 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 just crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, they did get Wonder Woman. They got that one out. I still can't figure out what to do. No, David Harbour. in it. Looks like a good time, I guess. Yes, as Red Sun. David Harbour's Red Sun in Black Widow. So... That should be interesting, because technically, him, that character, and Black Widow were husband and wife for a while. You know what was so jarring was, I was watching Stranger Things first, and then watching A Walk Among Tombstones. That was the most jarring experience I ever had. You know he's in James Bond, right? Yeah, because he's like such an evil piece of shit in that movie. Oh, the new one? The new Bond movie? No. He's in, he's in uh, I believe... He is in LSE and Casino Royale too. I don't remember if he's just in one of them or if he he's got he's one of the CIA agents with Felix. He's the asshole with the mustache. The one he's most prominent in is is uh, Quantum of Solace. Oh, which he's well, really skinny in. Which well, is no wonder weird. I didn't, didn't remember him in that because I don't really remember much from that movie. But yeah, evil piece of shit. Walk among tombstones. So if y'all want to see, you know, Sheriff Hopper be like just the most evil motherfucker, go watch that. Oh shit! The Bond trailer comes out tomorrow. Oh yeah, teaser for uh, teaser. No teaser already came out. This is the trailer. Yeah. Now, there's always teasers for teasers now. It's well, it's of, not a teaser. Kind of, kind of, it was a teaser kind of for the trailer. This is a trailer. This is the first yeah, full me. trailer. I know. See what I believe it. But I don't I don't know what that means. You just don't believe official statements anymore? I no. Okay. I, I reject your reality is what I'm saying. I, I know I ripped that off from the Mythbuster show, but it's pretty out here. Uh but yeah, no, yeah, I can't wait to see the trailer for uh fucking James Bond movie. It was this is supposed to be his last go round? Yes, uh, this is Daniel Craig's uh, last movie. Oh, they're gonna uh, kill him! They're gonna kill him so hard. Man, that's a shame. I know they're gonna kill him. Honestly, Carrie Fukunaga, that motherfucker, gonna kill him. Oh God, I can't wait to see this movie so bad, dude. It's gonna be so dope. They might not, but I don't know. I don't know. 
Ana de Armas is in this, right? They're gonna kill him. And they're both in in that Knives Out movie, which like, man, it's like fucking. It's, it's like this one big circle. They're gonna kill kinda. James Bond. I just know it. Which I've been waiting for them to do for about fifty years, but. Yeah. I, I trust Fukunaga to do something. Fukunaga to do something that we haven't seen before. Um, hopefully Ion got out of his goddamn way. Hopefully we get a gondola, hovercraft. I'm hoping. I wonder who the next Bond's gonna be and how they're gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, how are they gonna you know go from there here? Yeah, no, because it's like. See, if they kill Craig, it might be easier. Um, it might be easier to see it as a reboot. Because mm. if they just go, if they leave it open, and then the next Bond is Idris Elba, people might reject that a little bit. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd be all for that. I don't give a shit. And then Idris Elba just ends up doing one fucking James Bond movie. But no, hell no. Be, He's gonna lock be that like, shit just be down. Like the fucking... Just be, just be like fucking. Oh God! You know he would lock that shit down. He would get a contract. His name. He would get a fucking Marvel-like contract with James Bond. He's been wanting to play James Bond for his entire life, and I'll let him do it. Um. No, but I think I think killing Craig, taking a break, and then rebooting the series would be the easiest way to introduce him. For people. For me, I don't give a shit. Put Idris Alba, Idris Alba, put him in right now. Put him in in post. I don't care. I want Idris Alba's Bond. But I think for audiences, I think that would be the easiest one way to do it. Because um, audiences didn't have that hard, uh, easy of a time adjusting the other times it happened. Because it was weird. Which is why now Bond has to have these big events where they announce the actors and shit prime people otherwise people get really weirded out um people did not respond well the first time they had a they had a uh actor change uh with uh honor majesty secret service and they were even weirded out more when Connery came back <laughs> like, this, is, this is interesting and then yeah, more was there I for mean. 20 years and then yeah. Timothy Dalton and then Pierce Brosnan. Like, that's just marginally longer than the other one. But Craig's been there the longest, but he hasn't done the most movies. Yeah, I was about to say, I think Moore hasn't beat on that. On movies. Because they yeah, did a movie movies. once every two years. But Craig's been James Bond since 2005. Yeah. But... Sony and Ion can't pull their head out of their ass long enough to make a damn movie. So, we get these really long waits. Because Sony is is not going to be doing this very much longer. Um, Apple is most likely going to buy them. I just don't know when. But everybody's talking about it. It's either a smoke screen or it's real. So, something's happening there. My only thing is, are they going to buy Sony Pictures or are they just going to buy Sony? Because it's possible they could just buy Sony. And it wouldn't be a hostile takeover. They would 100% negotiate to just buy Sony. Um, 
especially since Apple wants to both get into gaming and the movie business. There you go. There's your doorway. Sony Pictures and then Sony Online uh, Entertainment. And you get your Apple PlayStation. Ooh. But, uh, yeah. And then we got Resident Evil 3 on the horizon. It's just weird. Yeah. So, for those of y'all who don't know, uh, you know, because y'all living under a rock or something, in which case I envy you, we, uh, we got Resident Evil 3 remake. Not officially so announced, but it's pretty much announced. Eh. You know what? We could be fucking wrong, and it could just be a pachinko game, but they're not Konami, so who knows? Yeah, I don't think we're wrong on that. Cap, that Capcom wouldn't do that, do, do, especially right now. Capcom would not do that. They need the money, man. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they they, do. they had a because rough the last two games. They had a rough decade. Like they they need they need some fucking. They they because the last two games like yeah. Then, didn't set the world on fire as much as they thought it would. Well, no, the last couple the games game. they've released have, have done very well. Yeah, they've done the last well, two games they, they released were Resident Evil 2 and Monster Hunter World. That's like the only one that's probably, yeah, you like you mentioned, uh, that's the only one that's like probably made I, money. No, I believe Resident Evil 2 was better than expected, and Monster Hunter World sold 12 million units. Which is the highest selling Capcom game did, of all did time? Did we make two? So more than seven? It might have. Because seven did not meet sales expectations, but sold very well. But the reason seven didn't make sales expectations is because of six and Az- Azura's Wrath. Azura's Wrath? Azura's Wrath? And, um, Sorry, James. Games. Six is the best one. I mean that sarcastically, of course. You better mean that sarcastically, because that game's fucking awful. Fucking hate that game. Don't fucking question me, bitch. Well, they don't I'm say su- stupid I shit. suffered through. <laughs> I suffered through like two and a half campaigns before I gave up on that shit. Because my centrist good. friend was like, "Yo, play this. It's so fucking epic." I, I played it and I suffered through the whole Jake and Cherry campaign. I didn't even bother with the other fucking campaigns. The only yeah, thing that, that's like that enjoyable about that, all of their all of game, their flaws pop out real hard. The, the only thing enjoyable about those fucking game about that game was basically maybe just watching somebody else play it. Rock solid gameplay. That's about it. Um, Rock solid gameplay. It, honestly, that if anyone it. here likes it, to the viewers listening, uh, I say viewers. Uh, to the listeners listening, that sounds weird. Uh, if y'all. Actually got into the franchise through that game. Uh, don't don't take it personally. Just well, man, fuck you guys. That game is it's nothing but up. I I, mean, I got I got into it through four. So Unless I'm you not... go to like Gun Survivor or something. Well, see, I will judge you for that though. See that that one, I am gonna judge you for that. Or game, uh, that game fucking sucks. Fucking. You think outbreak? Uh, yeah. Outbreak, outbreak two. Comes. 
Operation Raccoon City. I never did get the chance to play that. Uh, what was it? Fucking had two other multiplayer ones that are just bad, which is why I'm not excited for Project Resistance. <laughs> oh, fuck. Two other multiplayer ones. Are you sure you're not talking about... I feel like you're talking about... It's not It's not Raccoon City. Operation Raccoon City. Well, I already said that one. Are you talking about the mobile games? No, there were two PC games. Well, they were on PC. There were... Oh, fuck. I gotta look it up. There were two... Uh, other multiplayer ones, both of them bad. <laughs> Man, uh, let's see. It's just I, saw, I, I follow. I follow an individual, and they were talking about how uh, they don't. You know, hopefully the final boss fight for uh, Nemesis ain't like a damn slow movie bullets, bullet sponge. And I honestly, I agree here. Like. Uh, that that boss fight. Well, I don't <laughs> care about the damn movies or comics. You know, like you, you gotta. It's like you cannot be. It's like you're being pursued relentlessly by this Terminator motherfucker, and then all of a sudden he's like this big blobby bullet sponge that barely moves. Really, damn. So much for that really epic final confrontation there. Umbrella Core. Oh right, yeah, that game. I forgot about that one, which says a lot, really. It, it ain't good. I can tell you that. It's, a, yeah, it's I, terrible. I saw, I saw gameplay footage of that. It was kind of really painful to look at, to be honest. Not going to lie. I swear they made another one after this, but I guess they didn't. Unless it was like a beta and everyone was like, don't fucking do this. And they were like, okay. Beta. Beta Max. But yeah, like... um. Yeah, that that that'd be. <sighs> you know, you know what game? I'm gonna be honest. To you. you know, game really needs to be. You know what Resident Evil game needs to be remade? What? It's Code Veronica. They're probably gonna do that, since that's the real Resident Evil Three. Cause that fucking game really needed to. <sighs> that game was such a frustrating experience, to be honest playing that honestly i it's it's good enough for me to sort of like like make me forget all the flaws in it and then the flaws show up and i'm like reminded oh this is why i don't consider this like my top fave i guess you're different than most people because that game was very highly reviewed when it came out more so than resident evil 3 Oh yeah, a lot of people real loved the Resident shit out of it when it came out. A lot, a lot of people loved the shit out of it, and it was, <clears throat> it was a. Uh, I think you know, you looking back on it in hindsight, it's like, oh, that game wasn't. Yeah, it's just trying to do so many things, so many different things at once, and succeeding at almost none of them. It's. I mean, that's Resident Evil. Although to be fair, to be fair, unlike Six, you know still fucking playable like I, I can't even like there's like fuck's sake man the, the monster Steve boss it's not even like a boss right you just gotta run away from the guy and if he fucking hits you like in two hits you're fucking dead if you don't got any first aid spray and you it's know, I'm, like I'm, I'm very, you can't even save man you can't even fucking save that's I'm, bullshit you gotta like start the fuck all the way you gotta do this puzzle just to get the key and I'm shit very and impressed shit again 
by the new Resident Evil team. So fucking stupid. Because they are so different than the other Resident Evil team. Because but they yeah. have attention to detail um, <clears throat> that the other team didn't. Like, um, so Resident Evil 7, it's in Louisiana, and your character is from Texas, Again. and they sound different, and if you fucking look around in that house, you find shit that is very, very, very particular to that region, including Whataburger, which I don't know how the fuck that made it. I don't, I don't know how. Richard Cersei, look him up. He's the guy who did uh, Fear... Price's mandating. He did, uh, okay, he did the story. Extraction. Did he do the fucking design of the game? Did he mod- Did he make 3D models? No, oh, he, he probably, probably gave out a few pointers. That, you know, that's the thing. That that's another thing. Texas, a lot of these folks, But also, video game writers don't... That's not how that works. Well, he just went in there to touch up the writing. That game, all of that exactly. shit was done before any of that happened. It's not like a movie. Yeah, I'm going to give him a little credit here they do go actually go out they actually go visit the places they do for when they do these and they take they, yeah they, they went to louisiana i also went to austin they they went to a lot of places here but here's the thing uh when it comes to writing or even consultants because he was a consultant all of that is either done way before or way after like cause all of that shit all of the design all the stuff that's put in the game is done Separately, because I don't give a shit about any other thing, uh, all the other stuff, all the gameplay, the character designs, everything are done usually first, um, and then you, I mean, you get like a story outline first, so you know where you're going, but all that stuff is done, story stuff is done later, yeah, because it's the fastest thing to do, because you know they, he didn't tell them to model Waterburger cups. I guarantee you. And I don't know how they figured that out because that's a very high... The dude's not from Texas. That thing is a very highly specific to that region. And I... Probably could have taken pictures again. When they went over there to Louisiana, they probably did. When the Resident Evil team... He didn't do that. The one white guy didn't do this. (laughs) He didn't... That team... Talking about the team itself, dude. Yeah. But I'm not giving the credit to that one guy, the fear guy. Yeah. He did write it, and he was the writing. He had nothing to do with any of that other stuff. He wasn't on the dev team. It's just that it just feels very different from the other ones. In this, well, kind of, it's weird. It doesn't, and at the same time, it does. Like if, like I said, it feels a know, lot like the first one, just better written, and and yeah. it's like the first one in a lot of ways, and even in pacing. But then Resident Evil 2 has that same level of detail. Well, that's more because those are guys trying to just work out stuff they, they saw in movies, which and then, is literally what, they, and what that, that is. Contrast that with Resident Evil 5 and how no one on that entire dev team thought that that wouldn't go down badly. <laughs> no one will be offended by that. Really? Not that's one it. guy? Not one guy went, hey, maybe... Maybe mowing down a bunch of black people in Africa doesn't look so great. I think it's honestly overblown, those complaints when you actually play that game. It's not really as bad as everybody says it is. Um, okay, look, I don't, it's not, in, I don't think it's intentional racism, I'm, but I'm not talking about that. It's not. I'm saying how it looks. It's not. No one in that fucking office went. Like I say, hey, I'll maybe, say the moment when they go to the village, that was them fucking up on that. It was called the Black and Evil. At one point in time, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, they didn't really. Yeah. Maybe maybe they don't get benefit of the doubt here. Just just saying, I'm saying there so, should have um, been someone on this team of this internationally I'm not played them the game. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's it's just, I think it's just overblown once you get around to playing the game. It's so. not vehemently racist, but it's it's not great. I didn't say vehemently. I just said. Well, I haven't really seen anybody. I just I just feel like it a doesn't, lot of that overshadows it. It doesn't pass the sight test. Like, well, people who saw that definitely deserve to be upset because it was like, really? Y'all didn't see this being an issue. That's kind of fucking weird. And it got worse. It got worse. So, so. <laughs> okay, so Capcom backtracked when that happened and they redesigned a bunch of the enemies. Because um, before it was a lot different. Um, there was a lot more black people that you would kill, but then they started making some of them like wear masks and stuff. And there's like a whole other enemy types and all kinds of stuff. But that's not where it got so bad. That one just got a little bit weird. I mean, it's not. The guys I that look like wearing voodoo it's... masks is a little bit interesting, but whatever. It's the like... collector's edition that they shipped with a giant gold medallion of Africa. And like a letter. Which is kind of ironic when you think about it, the, the game's themes. <laughs> it's like, really, it's so weird. It's like, it should, it's like, it's really, for the most part, like, it's really, it's, it's like, this is the things that look really interesting and then it shits itself in the foot with it is the most tone deaf thing like that collector's edition is I remember listening to Wooly talk about it because he owns it Wooly from the former the super best friends cast now of super, uh, castle super beast um, I'm not familiar with them is a black man from Canada or actually I don't know where he's originally from but he's in Canada he lived in Grenada okay. for a little while really good guy um he <laughs> He owns this thing, and I remember there was one episode where he was wearing it, um, and uh, <laughs> it it was like they were asking him, it "Was like, well, how do you feel about this?" And he goes, "You know, I I I, I don't know." And he goes, "You know, I was kind of on board with it for a little bit, and how they were like trying not to be insensitive, and how they were they didn't mean to, and how they were totally on board with the culture, and then they." Shipped me a giant piece of bling, and we're like, "Yeah, man, we're totally, we're totally on your side." It's like now I don't know how to feel because I don't think they understand anything. And <laughs> this whole time I'm wearing this giant Africa pendant, and I'm like, "That's fucking funny." It's uh, it's, it, just all it would take is one guy, one guy going, maybe, maybe we back off a little bit because uh, I, I don't think that's going to play well because it didn't play well the first time and it played worse when they backtracked and we're like no 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 we're, we're one of y'all my dude <laughs> no no I think it had a Rasta hat too oh my god <laughs> yeah anyways it, it was it was uh, uh, not their pretty not cool their, that uh, uh brightest moment anyways I feel I feel like you know I just I just I really like the fact that it really goes into how much like 
this corporation literally fucking fucks up this, these uh this region just so they could get just because this one fucking eugenicist wants to like wants to become like fucking immortal and all that shit. I mean, it it, it didn't it didn't start cool. in Resident Evil Five though. Eh. We can go back to Resident Evil Four. Yeah, I know. Yeah, which is like another. See, that's that another one's issue with bad. That. Four and five, they got like if you notice it, they they do they other. It's weird. They other like, like the foreigners and whatnot. It it kind of it kind of goes into that weird vibe to it and whatnot. They're I guess speaking it's... Mexican Spanish in Spain. Yeah, that's true. They're not speaking Castilian, <laughs> and it's not set in Spain. Apparently. It's Spain. It's a made-up country, but it's Spain. It's in Europe. It's not like it's in Europe. It's got the currency. It's not Spain, apparently, and they speak in Mexican. Span, you know, Spanish. They they speak in so. There's all these like really rundown villages next to these okay. huge old Gothic castles, and it's like something something don't doesn't seem right here. <laughs> and it's like what? I guarantee you, there was a point in time where that game was set in Mexico. No, it was it was it was always going to be set in like in a fucking castle or something like that. They just Originally, it was Devil May Cry, but yeah, that's why. The, another one was it was a mansion with Hookman. The Resident yeah, Evil no, we got that. didn't uh, went through but several different iterations. A few of them that came out, but um, yeah, nobody Sugimura had to like. I think he was the one that came up to Hookman one, and then they ended up. I think he ended up leaving. Afterwards. Well, Hookman was technically impossible in the GameCube's hardware, but it was yeah. uh, the um, the one that came out. I I guarantee that that it just there were some changes made last minute. And you could tell it's like something about this don't feel right. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what changes? You There's mean? some like, weird again, shit going on here. I uh, feel like they didn't realize different. Sp- Spanish language. If this is what you're talking about, that's that's what I feel like. like well, it's the the, the 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 language, the design of the characters, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Uh, so they're like peasant like, but they're also brown. You couldn't tell from afar, but when you put them next to Leon, those are brown people. Except for the villains, the villains are European. They look very European. Yeah. The villagers don't. It's like, like some, something's just weird about this. I don't know. The cops that um, they get killed in the beginning of the game, those are Spaniards. Um, still speaking Mexican Spanish, which is weird. Again, there's like a French dude that shows up once, which is weird. Oh, what's his head? The uh, the uh, the the he's not French. The that dude, the the guy Luis. who's 100% Antonio Banderas. Can remember his Luis damn Sierra. name? Yeah. Or Luis Sarah. That, uh, that motherfucker's but, Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's like, man, someone, so, y'all, y'all had Google back then. I know it existed. Like, there, y'all, y'all could have done something, but that that team and today's team is way different. <laughs> I just find it funny that when it came to these other regions, there was like little to no effort spent on getting shit right, and then they go to Louisiana, and it's like. Holy shit, that's that's Louisiana. <laughs> well, I mean, if you know, they they get certain things 
about like so, this is the thing is that they get certain there are times where they get details it's it's so weird they get most of it right so that when they do fuck up big time it's like it's really fucking jarring you know well they did get a lot right in five they didn't get a lot right four only reason you people and don't talk about think four they, is because four five, is in technically a made-up country so they get an excuse but it's like uh, i don't know it's weird five is like as an odd duck because like on the one hand it's like really it's pretty cool it's like it's really awesome that it's taking this like really anti-imperialist anti-colonial stance and then all of a sudden to get that moment with, the village, with like, Chris Redfield so just mowing down hundreds of black people with a fifty caliber and it's like, oh man, this doesn't oh it's like I don't I don't want to play this anymore. People. It's not just black people, it's also like it's black people in dark at darkest Africa kind of moment. Like in, in that village. They're cartoonishly dark too. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh no. Oh, but then they, they made it better. Oh, well, we're going to make a black character uh, your co-op partner. She's the lightest the skinned Evil woman fans, you've ever seen. It's like, oh my like God. Resident Evil fans, the, the one thing that Resident Evil fans keep always saying, the reason why they're done up in the face paint and that tribal mask in that scene is because there's like a file you find there that says that the parasites are making the folks in that area go like aggressive and mm-hmm. try to go back to their you know traditions and stuff and you know how easy it is to it's add like a text it's really file? easy to miss and that's like it's really easy to miss that shit so again you know how easy it is to add a text file when someone goes holy shit did you put the motherfuckers in voodoo paint and stuff that's not even the right regions oh my god <laughs> and it really isn't because really you it's this is another thing now adding a text file is actually incredibly easy and it's also getting rid of those guys would be hard they also speak in what swahili which is not a dialect in that region apparently because like if you notice like the environment also a lot of the language was gibberish that was another thing that people got mad about (laughs) it's like you just made up words you can't do that (laughs) yeah which is why in Resident Evil Six they went as far Resident away. Four, they fucking they couldn't you know. They went as far away as they could. They didn't words, it's the wrong kind of words, but they were words at least. No, a, a lot of them were were uh, and five were straight up gibberish. I remember watching the deal about that. It's like some of this is just the wrong language. Some of this is doesn't exist. Uh, four. Oh, There's there wasn't any gibberish in four. They just oh no, four is just all Mexican language. Spanish. You yeah, think no, one of the saying. voice actors would have said something? It's like this. this that's not, what I was just right. stamping. That's what I was saying. I'm saying at least in four, it was may have been the wrong language, gibberish at least. Yeah, I was agreeing with that. Okay. When I said, I said you would think one of the voice actors would have been like, "Hey, you, you know this ain't right, right?" <laughs> but they don't care about voice actors. <laughs> they always. They're the guys really. that fucking cut together their lines so weird, so it sounded fucking, awful they in the don't first got two games to begin with. So. The fuck they gonna say about? I really wonder where they're gonna go in eight. Anyways, four or five. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's weird, especially since the play four, play five. You had a have a friend. Don't play six. Ever. Play whatever you want. Not, that's no, don't I play say. six. Don't do that. I ain't gonna recommend those. I don't give a shit. It. 
I do. I I'm gonna understand. get yelled at. Fuck that. Don't play six. It's on Game Pass. You get it for free. But no, don't play six. When you play Survivor, though, that we're not talking. Don't play that. It just don't play either of these games. I don't care. They can play whatever. Just don't play Survivor. If you play Survivor, we're not fucking. You can't anymore. fucking do that. You can't be like, I don't care what they play, but don't play this one game. No, fuck you. You can't do yeah. that. <laughs> you Have can't. You seen Survivor, dude? Yeah, Survivor's Have you bad. Seen Survivor? It's fucking awful, dude. Have you seen Resident Evil Six? <laughs> I played it. Yeah, it's bad. It was literally not the worst thing I played, but no, but it's, it's bad. Pl- it's fucking play. It's playable. It plays really well. It's got yeah. really good controls. That's all it's got. It's pretty. That's about it. <laughs> That's it. That game Can't is even... not good. Shit. Shit with Survivor is... Nah, man. Survivor's worse. Survivor's a fucking PS1 game. It's a light gun PS1 game. Yeah, it's worse. There are PS1 games that are good. I said it's a PS1 light gun game. Light gun. No yeah. shit, it's worse. Without the light gun. So yeah, that's worse. There was a sequel to that. We don't fucking talk about that one either. <laughs> then they made two other light gun games, which I hear aren't bad. For the Wii. Dead. What? Dead. Well, yeah, that's right. No, I thought you were talking about Dead Aim, but I guess that doesn't. No, I'm not talking about Dead Aim's bad. Uh, Dead Umbrella Aim, Chronicles. Nobody like, even remembers Dead Aim, to be honest. Umbrella Chronicles. Ah, can't. Despite the fact that Dead Aim has like probably one of the best uh, save themes, it's weird. It's like a fucking earworm that gets into it burrows itself into your brain. Uh, other than that, that that whole game is it's not the worst, but it's not the best. And there's even like that Game Boy one. What is that? What is that game? Fucking and Resident Evil. But yeah, the, then Gemini? there's like the no. You know what I didn't like? Apparently the 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 right the the other. Real shooters were supposed to be like the official canon versions or something like that, and I'm like, and you and you see, yeah, they do the whole story, like everything, everything. And I just did not. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real with you. I did not like the aesthetic from one to like five, and then Co Veronica's like, there. It's like it, it's everything. Like fucking the part where Brian Irons dies, which again, the version and the way he dies in that was fucking. Bro, Lambert and this is lame. Ugh. Thank God for the remake for two, which I don't know. They didn't fuck up the, his death in that one. But uh, hope three has better voice acting because the voice about, acting in Game Boy kind of like fucking. Weird. You you mentioned the Game Boy, that one, the one where they're like on the ship. Yeah, I just don't remember what it's called. Yeah. Game Boy, Game Boy, Resident Evil something. Gaiden, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, three's coming out, and then maybe eight, whenever the fuck they decide to make eight. I think eight's going to be a PS5 title. You you hope that three has better voice acting than two. What again? The Resident Evil remake two. Or two remake, whatever it is. Thank you. I thought I was losing my mind. I keep getting people, I keep seeing people saying the voice acting is, it's not, it's not, it's not the worst, but it's not, it's definitely not good. Well, it's it's better than than Resident Evil Two, but it, it it's particularly it's, it's Leon over the remake. They're fucking crazy. It's particularly it's Leon. Leon's line readings aren't good. Everyone else is okay. Actually, 
Actually, I'll say this. Not Everyone really. else is pretty good. Leon, it's Leon. That's it. It's just Leon. It's, no, it's, it's it's her. It's Claire as well. No, I was fine with Claire. And the reason Claire stands out is because... They're both shit, dude. Like, the supporting cast is like, okay. How many times did you play the game? Did you just watch it? Did you play it? Listen to it. Listen enough. Enough to not really... I played through both campaigns twice. So, here's the thing that I found out. Claire's actually acting well, but when she's juxtaposed against Leon, who's just nothing, it's really weird. So, Claire's kind of reserved... But Leon is literally, the guy who's re- is just reading the script, and it's really weird, and it te- he's not helping her at all, and I don't think they were in the same room. In fact, I bet that they weren't. But everyone else is pretty good. The problem yeah. is that they all, I think they all were in different rooms, like they didn't record at the same time, so they're all given, and, I, and depending on who was feeding them lines, it all, I think it was all different. Because when you put them all together, it doesn't match up. They're they're not reacting off the same shit. So whoever was supposed to be feeding them their lines and doing the same intensity fucked up. Um, there's a standout in that game, and it's um, what the the police guy. What's his damn name? Which man? Which one? There's like two. The the the, the black guy Gee. who dies. It's like your friend. Can I remember his name? Marvin. There you go, Marvin. Uh, he His voice acting is really great, and they think yeah. that they did that on purpose because he had the worst voice acting ever in the original game. <laughs> so they gave him, like, the best voice actor on purpose. But he stands out. But Well, of course. Like I said, the and all the, guess is, like, the only thing worth a damn in that. All the screaming and, and horror stuff is really good. But... Than, I don't think Leon's good regardless, but everyone else, it doesn't even matter if they're good because outside of Marvin, because it seems like if you if you don't have someone's performance to react off of, you give a different intensity and you don't know how to meet it. So they're all given performances in a vacuum, which is a problem with voice acting, which is why a lot of times they will either play it back to you or you'll get Which the... is why we get the scene where they both reunite at the freaking gate, and it's just where they were. They, they oh, yeah, had... that's, that's not a good scene. But Claire has better scenes. Leon doesn't. Eh, Leon is just uh, debatable. Flat. They're both flat. I feel like they they get better like later on in the game, but they're Leon both doesn't. Flat. They're both flat, as far as I'm concerned. So. Okay. You didn't play the game. I did twice. <laughs> I, I I have the experience and I got like all the characters and everything and I got a fucking video on it. That game is weird with its voice acting, but Leon is just, he doesn't even react. It's weird. Claire reacts. She screams. She gets upset. She does stuff. Leon doesn't. Leon doesn't even shout. It's really fucking weird. I don't get it. it it's in it kind of fucks the whole game over. The whole game wasn't seven, as, made it, as amazing. What's wrong with Seven's voice acting? Nothing. I'm just saying I'm remembering that you said this is better than Seven, apparently. So I think that the game is better than Seven. Not really. You said the... Not really? 
Did you mm-hmm. play seven? Because as far as I know, you don't have the damn consoles. Played a little bit of it with my friends. Okay, did you play any of two? Seen enough of two to know that. Okay, it's okay, stop it. If you, shit. it's a video game. It's not a movie. If you haven't played it, you don't know how it is. You can get a sense of it. I can tell you, as someone who had hands on the damn thing, it played better than seven. It looked better than seven. Voice acting wise, seven's better. Seven's much better. Seven, they went nuts. But that game peters out. That you get. Oh God! Excuse me. Three sorry. quarters of the way through, and that game kind of stops. You get past the uh, the boss fight with the mother, and then the game just kind of stops being. I, I don't know. Resident Evil just does. The just doesn't seem to have its own identity. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It I don't never know has. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though. At least with the remake one, you can sort of separate it from the original kind of because it's its own thing. Maybe, maybe I'm. It's been maybe it's only been like a couple months, like since the what the beginning of the year. I'm gonna give it another year and see if. You mean that Resident Evil Two doesn't have its own identity, or you mean Resident Evil in general doesn't? Two. Remake. Okay, two has a hell of an. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Resident Evil 2 plays different than any Resident Evil game. There is no Resident Evil game that plays like that. And I've played them all. That game, in in terms of mechanics, is very similar because it's very old school Resident Evil. In fact, it's harder somehow um, because of its new mechanics. But it plays differently than any other game. It's using the same engine as Resident Evil 7. But Resident Evil 2 is a... Which is why it's nominated for Game of the Year. That game is fucking nuts with how much they put into that that remake. I just wish it was longer. Mm-hmm. And I also took stuff out. Like, there's no spiders. I wish the spiders were back. It would kind of been weird to giant spider showed up. But, but Like what they did with the Ivies. But, um... Thinking of something. Uh, well, go on. I was thinking. I lost my train of thought. But no, two is 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 very different. But uh, seven's pretty different as well. The only ones that play very similar are the first three, Code Veronica, and then four, five, and seven. Because mm-hmm. all those are tank controls, and four, five, and seven are action games. I mean, not four, five, seven, four, five, and six, and then seven is different altogether. And then, well, okay, Re- Revelations one and two, and then seven is different altogether. And then two is completely different, just wildly different. It looks similar to how four, five, and six are. It does not play like them. At all. It's not an action game. If you try to play it like an action game, you will fucking die. But anyway, I think that's enough for tonight. Can you sure? Yeah, is there any other, uh, anything else we missed? I don't know. 
That's bullshit. You just need to get an episode out by uh, Thursday before you run off. Yeah. But it's really late over here on my end. So, and we're at two hours. So I think that's good enough. Alrighty then. Uh, I guess this is it. Uh, we will be back next year. So, I mean, I'll be back a... next week. <laughs> I won't be back next week. I'm going to be gone for the month. So, you know. Which means I ain't I got to... no Wi Fi. I'll have to find people, most likely. Hopefully. Or it'll just be me by myself, one way or the other. Hmm. But until then, that has been Something Something Spectrum, episode six, I think. Sign up for Criterion and, uh... <laughs> that, that sounded enthusiastic. Anyway, have a good I'm, day, I'm people. I'm tired too, dude. <laughs>